Hello everybody, welcome to the Williams Project podcast. It is episode 95. Today we have an exciting topic which is how do we and you the listeners save New Zealand from a whole bunch of negativity and inefficiency. So welcome back. It's another fine day. I'm up in Auckland and Matthew is in Sydney. Um, So hopefully the audio is okay. We've been trying our best to bring you guys some remote podcasting and dealing with a few technical issues, but we really appreciate you guys all tuning in. Yeah, I, I'm really so sorry. Topic. I think I broke. I think I broke the audio last time. I think what happened, Blair, was when someone called me, it switched over from my mic to my headphones, and that's why there's a random audio change. So sorry about that, listeners. You deserve better, and we will give you better. And we think we've sorted it. So today's topic, the reason I thought about this topic, so I, um, I was flying up to Auckland today, and the, um, the jet had jet problems, as it somehow does, which is bizarre. Hopefully it always happens on the ground, not when we're in the air. So I was sitting in row 6D, um, right, uh, no, e, right in the middle, with um, some two larger gentlemen pushing up against me, and I was in a um, little bit of a dark, dark space with my first world problems, having my um, poor excuse for a white coffee. And what I was thinking, I was like, I'm so sick to death of the media and the negativity. Interest rates are rising, people have a cost of living crisis, government urged to step in, emergency houseless balloons, inflation at an all-time high, climate change is a huge issue, record mental health issues, record crime, heaps of ram raids. And I was like, we just have to stop it. We just have to figure out, one, what the solution is, and two, how to turn it around, and three, actually, is there an issue or are we just being fueled with fear? Oh, mate. But the summary from that flight was I just got so angry at the narrative that just everything's crumbling around us and they make it out like we live in bloody Pakistan in this third world nation. We're going to have our Pakistani listeners getting a bit grumpy about that comment. <laughs> I reckon the Pakistanis would agree New Zealand is substantially better. Oh, no, no, I feel yeah. Okay, so... And it's not a dig on Pakistan. Let's have a... Let's have a um Let's break that down. I agree with you 100%, mate, 100%, 100%. So let's start. There's a fantastic quote from, um, from Warren Buffett, and he said, I live in an upper-middle-class suburb, and every single person that lives there lives better than the Rockefellers, the richest family in America, only two generations mm, I read ago. that the other day. Yeah. So firstly... Big picture, macroeconomics, macro life, macro everything. Each generation, we're living better than the generation before. Yes, your mental health might be a bit off, right? But when we think about air conditioning, mode of transport, access to information, um, life expectancy, um, health span, all that key data, your life is getting better. So secondly, so big picture, your life's getting better. Secondly, The biggest problem at the moment is we have government overreach. We have all these bureaucrats that are taking too much of your money and too much of your power. Like in the Western world, most of you pay about 50% of what you earn in tax. By the time you add up income tax, um, sales tax, GST, property taxes, water taxes, all that sort of stuff, um, alcohol taxes, etc., you're paying half of your income in tax. So that means you are working as a servant to the state for six months of the year. So we need to work. It is currently the, um, 
18th of 18th May. 18th of May. We're working for another, another six, six weeks, to weeks go. as servants to the state before we get a dollar of our own money. Now, that is fucking bullshit. So what we need to do is we need people to reframe their mind where when you see a problem, instead of going, the government needs to fix that, we need private business, private people to fix it. Do you want to know my, my take on it? Um, from my deep, plain reflection, was we've got, well, as far as I'm concerned, we've got a horrifically shit government as far as, like, they try to, like Matt said, overreach, control us. They're sort of telling us what problems we have in life and then trying to tell us how they're going to fix it when we know that when in your life has your life actually got a noticeably better from, like, short-term government change. Not talking about long-term of, like, roads and hospitals, but, like, short-term little policies they throw at you. What really winds me up, like I said, you spend 50% roughly on tax. There's two other things to add to that. One, roughly 50% of New Zealand are what's called tax neutral or tax negative. So they actually receive more benefits from the government than what they pay in tax. So one, if you're one of these tax contributing people that are tax positive, good on you because only one in two people statistically actually contribute net positive tax to the government. Two, when the government go, oh, we've got a cost of living crisis, we're going to do this or this subsidy. It's not government funded. It's funded by you, the taxpayer. Mm -hmm. And if you're a listener of this podcast, it's funded by probably the 50% of people that pay tax, which is probably 98% of these listeners. Like, (laughs) the government's not fixing dick. You're fixing it, you're paying for it, and you're giving it to the worst organisation probably imaginable to try come up with a solution. It's like going, I need to build a house, so I'm going to go find a frickin' scuba diver to build it. Yeah, bang on. That's like giving the government your money to fix a problem. So what we need to do, so there's two steps, right? So step one, when you see a problem, instead of saying, and I'm guilty of this, right? And I've consciously trained this out of my mind. So step one, when you see a problem, your first thought needs to be, how does myself or a private business sort this problem, right? Don't let your brain jump to the government needs to fix that. So step one is the listeners of this podcast, we are the leaders of society. We think, how do how does I, how does I, how do I, or how does a business fix this problem? Step two, I think we have to be careful, Blair, about um, general negativity. We can't get our oh, headspace down. So we have to elevate no, ourselves one- and our listeners where... We're happy, we're smiling, we're winning, we're living the dream. Well, I reckon that the main point kind of of this podcast, hit the nail on the head, is you've got to stop the negativity and you've got to fact check what you're being told. Like the government's so good at painting these horrific stats at us about just everything shit essentially. And then when they try to fix it, us as a society go, oh, well, I've been told this is a problem, so that makes sense the government's trying to fix it. And I was reading an article the other day and it was like American news, which, you know, is pretty much satire, world is melting, always negative. And it was explaining that more value has been lost this year on the NASDAQ, which is the main US stock exchange, than the whole dot-com bubble. And it showed that during the dot-com bubble, there was $4.6 trillion wiped off. During the global financial crisis, there was $2.3 trillion wiped off. And during the current decline, there was $7.6 trillion wiped off. So you're like, holy shit, the current decline is nearly three and a half times the global financial crisis. I should just 
go in a shell and be a hermit and die. And then you actually Google NASDAQ stock price, zoom out, it's fallen to the same as 12 months ago. <laughs> same as the interest rate debacle. Interest rates are rising. We're all going to die. We can't afford to live. Zoom out on the graph. We're going back to the same as before COVID. Remember before COVID when everything was real fucking good, real happy, everyone left us alone. The news was actually informative. There wasn't all this political shit. It was a great time in society and we're heading back there. Oh, yeah, it's But instead so funny. we're being told that everything's over. It's like the property market, And once you right? start to learn the manipulation, it's sick. It's like the property market. Went up 30% in 12 months, came back 20%. So the net increase for 12 months is still like 10% and they're um, reporting on it like it's Armageddon. And it's like, we always say to our customers, statistically property moves about 8% a year. On average, it's double inflation. Um, oh, sorry, triple inflation, right? Roughly, that's what property does. And it's exactly what it's done. So, oh, but anyway, we need, to like, be, um, we need to be positive. That's the main thing. Well, you the listener the right thing, now, it's just stop what you're doing and just put a big smile on your face. Yeah, smile like a lunatic. Smile like a lunatic. And, and I was going to say, you have to, it's more about worry about yourself. If you literally ignored the media, you wouldn't really notice interest rates rising. You wouldn't know about COVID. You wouldn't know about RAM rates happening. And then what's really interesting there's like, if you actually look at the stats, things aren't as good as what they used to be as far as things like mental health, fuel prices, housing affordability, um, record crime, things like that. And instead of the government fix them, what do they do? They give you a subsidy to buy an electric fucking car. We actually need to address the screening shit. So I just, I don't want, I know that the listeners will be sensitive to this because you've had it rammed down your throat. Um, for so long by governments, but we need to stop this low energy vision of, oh, you're only a good person if you bike around um, and... Can I say something yeah. about that too? Yeah. The fact that like we're spending billions on saving, like saving the planet, reducing our emissions, we were mining some of the cleanest coal in the world. We've now stopped and we're importing it from Jakarta and Indonesia. Yeah, and burning lower-grade coal. Good and, for it's, our- and it's being shipped across the fucking ocean, burning a heap of crude oil to burn lower-grade coal in New Zealand furnaces. Like, this shit makes and no sense. And what's interesting, Matthew actually told this to me, so credit to Matthew from this book Legion. he read. Do you notice that years, for years and years and years, it was always, always, always called global warming? Ice caps are melting, planet's getting warmer, global warming. All of a sudden, it's not called global warming. It's called climate change. And the way to fix climate change is that we give trillions and trillions of dollars to the government that can't do anything better than the private sector. Well, because the world actually started cooling. And we just have to sit here and accept it. I think the world actually started cooling down, so they had to rebrand the apocalypse. (laughs) Yeah, it was the North or South Pole had like their coldest winter or second coldest winter since records began. And also I was like, we have to as a society not accept this negativity and stand up to this government's bullshit and be like, stop interfering with my life. You suck at it. Everything you touch gets worse. Focus on hospitals and healthcare roads and education 
which were the, and defence, which were the four main reasons that tax was founded in the first place. Yeah. Forget working groups, forget this, forget that. If you can do the four basics right of defence, education, road and healthcare, we as taxpayers will entrust you to give you slightly more money. No, we won't. To no, don't delete that, delete that from your head. Delete that from your head. No more money. My summary was they'll never get that point oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. never get those four Set things right. right. Yeah, okay. That's what's interesting. Like the Christchurch Hospital has largest hospital in the South Island. DHB is the largest employer of the South Island. Ever since the earthquake, it has had scaffold and tarpaulin over the entrance. One of the main reasons for tax is to fix healthcare. If they can't fix the hospital in the South Island, why would you trust them to fix anything else? What we need to do, but but complaining isn't going to help. So what we should actually do, we should start in our profession, which is construction, and let's just write policy for all of these people. Like, let's just get... No tax for developers. Yeah, I agree. No tax for anyone, right? (laughs) But, like, let's just go through councils and write better policy for them slash no policy. Like, like if you're a bureaucrat listening, and you're probably not, um, the best thing you can do is nothing. Just leave the free market alone. We will solve the problems. And if you want an example, right, of leaving people alone, look at tech. Google just popped up. The world's best source of information, education and learning, came because the government wasn't involved. And for example, there's like, there's toll roads where it's like, I can use the toll road, it is faster and more efficient, but I pay to use it because someone other than the government thought, this is stupid, I can do this better, I can fix it. And then the user pays if they want to do it. Same with private healthcare. When do you go, God, I really need a new hip. I'm going to go public because it's faster and better. No, everyone's like, I've saved up. I went private to get it done faster. Mm. Use that same example of healthcare and, and toll roads and, the, and schooling. Education. Actually. Think about that. Toll roads, private schools and healthcare which is three out of the four of the main fundamental reasons why as a Western democratic society we pay tax, all of those things the private sector does substantially better than the government. So why do we let the government get all its tentacles into every other facet of our life? Yeah. It is madness. I actually, I got an email from, um, it was Pororua District Council asking for input on their policy for development, which... Shout out to the council for reaching out and getting feedback from people who actually do the work. Good on you, that's awesome. Um, And I just replied saying, pretty much the less you do, the better. The less policy you have, the less regulation, you will make a better place for your people. And what's interesting, that's why Western world has won. We once upon a time were free. And we, but also this isn't doom and groom. We, us, you, me, the listeners of this podcast, we are going to make the world a better place. And like, remember, these bureaucrats, they're not bad people. Like, They think that they, if you read Atlas Shrugged, you learn a lot about this. They think that they're making the world a better place. They just have incorrect information and they don't realise the harm from their regulation. Or they don't think that they make a difference that would be material enough to be good or bad anyway. If you're in a group of 100 people in a committee, you go, I can kind of do what I want because it's not really going to make a difference. It's kind of like mm. incremental creep, for mm. better or worse. And at the moment, I believe our incremental creep is worse as far as 
government intervention cost of living, but as a society, society is probably more better and prosperous than it's ever been. But I think the main thing we need to do is not buy into all these negative doom and gloom stories and take self-accountability. The government will not fix your life. It will not fix your problems. No matter if tax fixed poverty, there wouldn't be poverty by now. I promise you. Have you looked at how much money New Zealand borrowed for the COVID response? That would be a huge amount more than any wealth tax, capital gains tax would generate. I'm with you, man. You can't. Taxing yourself to um, prosperity is like standing in a bucket and trying to lift yourself up. Pretty sure that's Winston Churchill. It is Winston Churchill. That man is such a legend. Um, but so, so, Jacinda, I know you listen to this podcast. Please leave us all alone. We're all very smart individuals, no. especially the listeners of this podcast. And we're all going to take more accountability to be positive. We're going to fix the media. And we're going to go back to pre-COVID society where it was awesome. We could travel and be free and not wear masks. Well, look at, um, look, let's be real. In the next New Zealand election, Luxton's going to win. David Seymour's going to be deputy. We're going to have a centre-right government running New Zealand. They're going to open the border. We're going to start seeing really strong immigration. And we're going to see better fiscal management. We're going to see reduction of government. And New Zealand really, really quickly is going to patch up the damage from the previous government and go back to being, in my opinion, the most livable country on earth. Like, it doesn't take or much. Or top three. It doesn't take much. Like, we only need a tiny tweak in the right direction. I must admit, I'm over in Australia and I am really loving it here. One thing I'm impressed about in Australia, and it might just be because I'm in Sydney in the business district, but the radio stations, the TVs, the newspapers, are having far more sensible economic discussion um, than what I'm seeing in New Zealand. The New Zealand news is sort of a little bit airy-fairy, um, lefty bullshit, where it's just not sensible. We're just like non-events. Yeah, non-events, I, yeah. I actually, I turned on the TV the other day, must be at quarter past seven, it's one of those like post-news shows on like prime, prime TV where it's like everyone's home from work, everyone's eating dinner or had dinner, turning the TV on to relax. There was three presenters or four presenters talking about the importance of if you think you need to go to the bathroom before you leave somewhere, then you should. And that is why our society just is getting less and less intuitive because if that's primetime TV, God help us. <laughs> I must admit though. Honestly. In their, in their defence. <coughs> Sorry. It's a valid um, point. If you think you should go, you definitely take that wee cheeky no. stop before you leave the restaurant, leave your house. No, I spent about, I spent probably a good half an hour at dinner last night retelling that story. Remember that the um, that diver that got left out in the ocean for three days and he spoke to us yeah. at the underwater hockey boat? He talked to the crayfish. And he talked to the crayfish, yeah. but what, remember the moral of the story? Always eat the pie. The pie. <laughs> I I told that story um, for like half an hour last night and then this morning I went and got a pie. So So just for the listeners that haven't heard that story, there was a a diver that essentially got stuck at sea for about 48 hours and he went a bit mad with dehydration and things like that, borderline hypothermia, and he got hallucinogenic and started talking to his crayfish that was in his catch bag and all he could think to himself, he said, is that he was driving to the dive site 
nearly pulled over and bought a pie and decided he didn't need it. And he's like, that was the worst part. It's just the regret of not buying that pie. <laughs> and, and he also, so that's just a wee side story for those that were like, what are you talking about? And he was floating through the ocean and there was a giant um, street light. And he's like, I know I'm probably hallucinating, but when they pick me up, I don't want them to be like, why didn't you just climb the street light? <laughs> <laughs> but he was a great speaker. He was, I think he was Māori um, or or Pacifica or something, and he had that really infectious laugh that he was doing through the, the real charismatic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he spoken extremely well. Yeah, he was so funny. But I think we could probably wrap it up there. Yeah, uh, I, I think, think I've so. had enough of a bitch about society as a whole. But I don't want to come across negative. It's more just they're trying so hard to turn us against each other and making us think that our lives are hard and the government's the way to solve it. And we're here saying that is definitely not the case. Do your research. Look at what's actually happening. And it's up to us as a society to tell government to get our hands, get their hands off our toys and we can manage ourselves and we just want them in the background ensuring the fundamentals of a democratic society are upheld. Mm. We want them doing the bare minimum. That would be fantastic. And also just to the listener, I just want to reiterate, smile. Life is awesome. You are probably a badass motherfucker that can make the world a better place. Let's go do it. Let's go do something cool today that makes the world a better place. If we all do yeah, that... Be one of the one and two that pay tax. Yeah, and actually, do you know what we actually do? Find one person that is that you know's a net... Um, what's the word? Burden. I, I, I can't think oh, of another word. Deficit or whatever deficit, it's called. Deficit. Yeah, tax deficit. And give them this podcast. Say, hey... I've got a podcast that's going to make you more commercial. You'll be able to make more money and live a great life. Listen to it. Yes, they'll probably hate us and give us a bad review because they're probably anti-business and anti um, our stance on the world. But give it a shot. Let's try lift everyone up. Because if, if you get more commercial and you make more money, you live a better life. I'm staying at a beautiful hotel in Sydney. I wake up and I can't wake. I wake up at five in the morning and I can't wait to get in the office. I love coming in here, building houses, working at Williams Corp. Like we're here making the world a better place and it's cool. And I want more people to feel that feeling of waking up and not being so excited to get to work. Yeah, having, having a purpose where you're like, I know this will drive me every day to wake up, be happy and help others along the way. So on that note, um, if this has added value or added some sort of insight to current situations, please, please share it to one like-minded individual or two or three. We don't really discriminate or limit how many people you can share it to. If not, that's fine. We haven't earned the fee and the remuneration. Feel free to message us what we could have done better or topics we can talk about. Otherwise, have a fantastic afternoon, evening or morning based on when you listen to this. And um, thanks again for tuning in. See you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>